Hi guys, welcome back for another episode of A Case for the FBI, Cross-Examining Reality. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And yes, I did almost mess up the name of the <laughs> podcast, but I thought I saved it. No, I definitely, it. no one would have known if you didn't just <laughs> reference it. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it though, such a professional. Speaking of nailed it. Oh, um, my review today is going to be about press on nails. <gasps> I was going to say Nicole Byer. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish. Oh my gosh. But, you know, Nicole Byer does have multiple podcasts. They're great. Would recommend to anybody. Right. Um, but so, as you can see, Kristen Lucille, I have my nails. Ooh, those are fun. We yes. see, is that like a little cow pattern? Cow print. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we got a so little brown too. Who- Exactly. For those who can't see, obviously, I have um, my pointer and middle finger as brown cow print, and the remainder of my fingers are like a neon lime green. So, I, like many women, have tried to give up getting your nails done. We've all tried. Some of us can be successful, but I've been a nail biter as long as I can remember. And I've tried absolutely everything to not bite my nails. I've tried the, the nail polish that tastes like hot spicy hot peppers I've tried like the rubber band snapping on your wrist I've tried everything and it just doesn't work so I've just accepted that my nails have to be done in order for Mm -hmm. me to not bite them um so the company is called red aspen and the reason I decided to give them a try is because I've never seen another brand that does their glue this way so they do still give you like that little squirt tube of glue y'all know what I'm talking about where your fingers end up getting stuck together Mm -hmm. and all that good jazz but they also have a glue that's basically like fingernail polish oh that sounds so so easy yeah exactly you just paint it on like fingernail polish Uh so they give you like you know if there's like a certain amount of days you want it to stay or whatever they give you like different recommendations um for the longest where you want to paint your nail with the nail glue and mm-hmm. then put a pearl sized up on the inside of the nail and then place the nail. So I will be giving this product. I'm torn between a seven or an eight out of 10. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the seven. Mm-hmm. I will say that the first full day that I had them on, I took a shower. My mm-hmm. hair did not get stuck under them. Oh. They did not fall off. And I've never had nails that have lasted a full day the first day. I've never huh. had that happen for me. Uh-huh. So that is impressive. However, since then, I have lost a few and just put them back on, essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I am right-handed, so it's not that crazy that the majority of them are on my right hand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be user error. I mean, let's be real. I'm not over here, like, actually getting alcohol wipes and wiping down the nail and buffing and filing. I'm not doing all that. So it could be user error. A big reason though, that I also would recommend them is they had a lot of fun, cute prints. And what I feel like a lot of other companies don't do is they don't provide multiple different lengths and shapes. Ooh, yeah. Short nails. I do not like long nails, guys. I have contacts. If you wear acrylics and you have contacts, you are nuts. Like you're absolutely (laughs) crazy having to go into your eyeball and pull things out with long ass nails. Mm -hmm. 
So these were the short, because originally I wanted to get the black cow print, but it did only come in like a length that I did not want. Mm-hmm. So I did appreciate that. Um, and you know, honestly, I mean, not every single nail has fallen off. Usually if a nail falls off, mm-hmm. it's going to eventually fall off again. So it's kind of been re-gluing the same ones over and over. Okay. Um, which is why I would still recommend to a friend, you know, other people might be more advanced in the nail press art than myself. Um, but I have also seen from my TikTok girlies, a new thing that is becoming a, I think press-ons are really making their official comeback. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. So what they're doing is um, some people are using a gel base some people are just simply still using the glue, putting the nail on mm-hmm. um, and curing, you know, that bottom layer. But what people are doing to make it last longer is they put a gel top coat Ooh. on mm-hmm. top of the press on nail and then sealing it with the UV light. So mm-hmm. um, I might try that and see if it lasts longer. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like I, I had never considered that now that I'm thinking about it in terms of like my limited press on nail experience, a lot of them have legit just been like the sticker situation, which that looks nice. If you are maybe attending a nice dinner and then they're going to fall off. So how many days have you had your nails on? Oh my gosh. It's been over a week now. Wow. Okay. What have you noticed in terms of like scrapes or like scuffs or any sort of wear on the nails? That's a great question. And I will say that is something else that I like about it. It might be the particular colors that I got or patterns, Mm -hmm. if you will. But like, you know, I'm going to be honest. I got glue on them. Like I got glue on them when I was pressing it on. It came out, it squeezed out. Right. You cannot even see where the glue is on the Wow. Okay. And again, I don't know if that's the particular colors that I got in the pattern, but that was something that I noticed where I was like, oh, fuck, I got like glue on it. Now I'm going to see it can't see it at all that is so good because nothing drives me crazier than like when you have nails and they look nice and beautiful and then you get like one little scratch on there and it's like everything's ruined no I have like no wear or tear on them um and honestly like I got both of these sets of nails like full Mm -hmm. sets of the cow print and the lime green Mm -hmm. and the um this is what it looks like Ooh, the beautiful blue polish. Okay, thirty six dollars with shipping and tax. Beautiful. That is like I half love that. the price of a gel manicure. Yes. And how many nails did you get in your shipment? I would guess somewhere between. Gosh, I don't know, like twenty and twenty five. Wow, because you said they have like different shapes and lengths. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And so they obviously have different sizes so that you can like match it up to which nail mm-hmm. fits the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously like you can clip them and file them. Um, I did file them a little bit cause they were just a little bit too um, square for my personal taste, mm-hmm. but you know, I would recommend them. And honestly, like I kind of don't care if I have to re-glue one every few days I mean honestly like most of the time once I re-glue it it does at least some of them haven't come back off um but it at least lasts me a day or two after that and I mean 
I'm not biting my nails. Mm-hmm. No one had to, you know, use the little machine. Spinny. Exactly. I'm just like, you are literally taking off a whole layer of my nail. How yes. good for my nails. Right. And, and then also $80 to ruin my nails. And then soaking your fingers in acetone and all of a sudden your fingers have a billion little cuts and it's like, oh, wow, this feels great. Yeah. Or they like start getting hot and you're just like, why am I sweating? (laughs) Um, these red aspen nails, Mm -hmm. are they marketed as like reusable? Like, is that something that you could do or is it just like one and done? I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, though, like the ones that I've re-glued, they don't look any worse mm-hmm. than the ones that have not been re-glued. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if one falls off and you want to put on a new one and then you get tired of them and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, but that one's already shaped the way I like it. I feel like you could just re-glue it on there. I don't see why not. Okay. Unless you broke it or something. Right. Like beyond repair. Um, so this would be my last question. What are we working with in terms of like color and design selection? Yes. So that would be kind of another reason why it lost some points Mm, because what I would prefer, and you know, if, if red Aspen nails is listening, here's some great (laughs) advice. Um, (laughs) They don't, what I think they should do is have every color and pattern in all of the sizes, but they don't. Oh, that's so like a little strange. Earlier was I wanted the black cow pattern, but it only uh. came in one shape and size. Oh. So that's why I had to do the brown. Weird. Okay. Yes. I didn't love that, but you know, I mean, what works. for some reason, like, would it just be sold out in that specific size or you, you are sure it, that they just like it that's what it is it was like labeled as like gosh I think I think this one was called like Reba I should have been a cowgirl like it, it <laughs> they have fun names but it was like Reba I should have been a cowgirl petite nails like saying that they were short okay but you know at the end of the day if you do get a style or a length that you don't like you can always cut them down and then mm-hmm. refile them to how you like so um, it's not a huge criticism, but that was something that I didn't like. I would prefer it if every single design and color they had wasn't every shape and size. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, it sounds to me that this would be a really good fit if you were like going on a weekend trip or like something like that to where it's like, it would be great for like a few days and obviously like even past that, but you know, some nails legit, they last one day before I'm just over it and I'm done and I'm done messing with them. Yep. And all you have to do with this is if I remember correctly, it says you just soak them in warm water and then you take, um, dental floss and come in from the bottom edge and you can just down to pull it off. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was wondering how you would go about getting them off. So that's good. Is that like it, you can take off the glue that you're putting on there. Yep. Beautiful. Well, thank you very much for enlightening us about the red aspen nails. And I will be putting them on the Instagram. I will post a picture of my nails. Mm -hmm. I'll post a picture of each of the ones that I bought, and then I'll put a link for the website. So if anyone wants to check them out, I do believe they are a small business. Um, Yes. We love to support all of our, you know, small businesses. So I'll make sure the link is included too. Swipe up. Swipe up. I know I'm going to at them and be like, sponsor question mark. 
love us we love you i'll write you a really great ad forget that i said seven out of ten so (laughs) i meant 700 out of ten exactly i was misquoted on the pod (laughs) so we're gonna go from small business now to talking about the largest richest business in the world indeed not amazon I mean, it probably is (laughs) (laughs) the British royal family. Of course, we had breaking news last week. I think it was last Thursday. Yep. That our good friend, friend of the pod, Queen Elizabeth II, ripe old age of 96, passed. What was your, what was your reaction when you heard the news? Okay. So I have to be honest. I was, so we, our office is in a WeWork building. So they have like these little phone booth situations set up all around the building. And so I was in one of those, I was literally in the middle of an interview with a candidate and Madison texted me, the queen just died. And I audibly gasped in the middle of this interview. And she was like, is everything okay? And I was like, girl, I have got to be honest. My boyfriend just texted me and said that the queen died. <laughs> Did and you she know like, had a moment with me? She had a moment with me. Did you immediately know that he meant like the Queen of England? Or did yeah. did you think like Beyonce? No, <laughs> I don't know why, but I immediately knew. I was just yeah. like, oh my God, the Queen of England died? Yeah. And then an even funnier antidote. I was about to get off the call with that one. And I was still reveling in a little bit of like, because I didn't even know that she was in the hospital. I didn't even, I didn't even know she was sick. Mm -hmm. So I get on this next call and I just was like, you know, I want to be honest, like I am still a little bit shook that I found out the queen of England died. And I just, you know, wanted to give you a warning. And I kind of laughed like being silly. And she was like, who? And I was like, the queen of England. And she was like, oh, I thought you said you're cleaning lady. And I was going to say, I'm so sorry. You have to clean your own house. (laughs) I was like, ma'am, I am a recruiter. Yes, I actually do have someone who cleans my house. Oh, well, why would I tell God. you my cleaning lady just died? Oh my God. Oh my God. That is a very funny anecdote. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Amazing. Back to the important business, the queen. So I, I don't, I don't want you to feel bad for not knowing that she was in the hospital because literally we found out that morning that she went to the hospital and like she and Prince Philip all the time, like they have COVID, they have pneumonia like they're kind of like in and out of the hospital all the time Mm -hmm. I mean they probably don't even actually go to the hospital the hospital probably comes to them but it would be like you know as if they were in the hospital Mm -hmm. well it it was like that morning that like they announced that there's grave concern for her health so otherwise they say like you know she has a cold or whatever but it was like Mm -hmm. she and she they have grave concerns for her health all of the children are on their way to Scotland to be with her so that's when I knew like it's going down so don't feel bad because it was literally that same day okay so I mean honestly like you know I've been watching like the news coverage like I saw you know her being with the Buckingham Palace and I saw all Mm -hmm. her kids standing around her casket and things but do we know like did she just die of old age did something happen we don't know any specifics I mean if if there were specifics I don't know if they would come out I don't know that's a good question I guess we're just assuming it's old age I mean of course they said that she died peacefully um but also like does that 
did she like pass away in her sleep and just like someone found her who knows exactly who like, knows? did she have a heart attack or a stroke or yeah yeah and I mean the crazy thing is, is that she literally was like at a public event on Tuesday because yeah. the UK just got a new prime minister so she was meeting right. the new prime minister and up and at him and totally fine and then dead two days later let me tell you if there is one thing I believe it is that people will wait to see who they need to see before they go and she just knew she needed she was like I need to talk to this prime minister wow and before my time I gotta see this man I have to tell him a thing or it's a woman I I need to tell her excuse me Mm -hmm. wow I'm literally a toxic man I'm so are you a misogynist I think I might be. I think I might hate women. Um, so sincerely apologize for that. As you can tell, I don't keep up with British politics and assumed that they were like 200 years behind and oh, never have a woman elected official. But that was my bad. She had some things to tell her. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, look, I just got to make it through this last thing. Yeah. And then I can meet my maker. That's a really good point. I hadn't considered that, but I mean, everything happens for a reason. Timing is everything. Yep. Like, I think, I think they said that this was like the 12th British prime minister that she's met. So it's like, for whatever reason, like she needed to meet number she 12. The first female prime minister. No, that was uh Margaret Thatcher, like back in the eighties, you know, and they most, they've, they've had, at least three because they've had margaret thatcher they've had um uh what was her name Theresa may i think was her name a few years ago and now this woman is named liz truss so they're actually ahead of us over here in neanderthal america where we absolutely (laughs) refuse to uh vote for women even though they account for 50 percent of the population but i I digress um... I am in, I'm at the homestead this weekend and I saw a flag for, um, Jesus 2024. Wow. I didn't know he was running. Yeah. You heard it here first guys. Jesus (laughs) is running for president in 2024. If you do not vote for him, you're going to hell. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. You want to talk about vote for our lives. (laughs) Girl, and you know, his father is the seer of all. So it doesn't matter how anonymous you vote for. Uh, Was there any party affiliation? Like is is Jesus running on the one next to it was Trump 2024. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was a Confederate flag. So I think we know. Okay, I can put that I can put that together. Well, maybe, you know, if Trump ran again for president, maybe Jesus could run as his vice president. Yeah, yeah. He would be locked and loaded then. Since there's beef between Trump and Mike Pence now, so Oh, geez Louise. I can't keep up. So <laughs> back to Her Majesty. Right, um, so the big what like obviously she's gonna have 17 different funerals. Yeah. The big funeral is gonna be on Monday, I believe. Are you interested in watching the ceremony at all or you do you not care? I don't want to say I don't care because I will say she had a very long reign. What was it, 70 plus years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, insane. She did a really good job. Like, we have no idea what the queen's politics were. 
We have no mm-hmm. idea what she thought, who she liked, who she didn't like. You know, I think she did a really good job of maintaining that kind of line. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. not supposed to be crossed. And I think she did a good job of that. Um, you know, I really don't know a whole lot about her, if I'm being honest, but I've seen plenty of meme um that Princess Diana is gonna kick her ass when they meet <laughs> in heaven. Um, not a hundred percent sure what that's about unless she did not like Princess Diana, but um that is people write books about that whole situation interesting yeah I'm assuming it was her son that Princess Diana was married to yeah so Princess Diana was married to now King Charles and so King Charles yeah so he is the oldest son of Queen Elizabeth he is now the king so he is now the king and he has his two kids William and Harry their mom is Princess Diana okay Princess Diana she like people called her like the people's princess like she was loved by everybody she was kind of like you know how it's like how you get to marry a prince or princess like you also have to be like rich and go to a private school etc she like went to public school her family was very middle class like she was she was cool like she wasn't raised she was like the people right exactly and she was very very popular Well, I guess that she kind of did some things that were like maybe seen as out of line by the monarchy in terms of like maybe dressing a little too risque or just remember she was very into the sweatshirts and biker shorts. Right. And so ultimately, Charles, so he is now married to Camilla. So she will be I don't. I think she gets the queen title. I'm not sure. He married Camilla, who was actually like one of his like high school sweethearts or something. But when he was with Diana, he had an affair with Camilla. Ultimately, they divorce. Charles oh. and Diana divorce. And then Charles goes on to marry Camilla. Well, of course, very infamously, Princess Diana died in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people say that, like, maybe the royal family, like, it was, it was all like a, a plot that was done by the royal family to kill her. Yes, because this is triggering a memory. I don't know who told me this, and I might be making it up, but was there a rumor that she was having an affair with her limo driver or something? That Princess Diana was? Yeah, and that's, and it was suspicious that he was killed, too no well me I don't think he was a limo driver I think he was like an aristocrat like I think he was like a really rich European dude and and they were like driving around in Paris and they were actually trying to avoid paparazzi Mm. and that's what caused they were like driving way too fast in a tunnel and got into an accident okay so that's also like a whole other thing you know how Harry and Megan moved to the U.S. because, like, I, he obviously is like very triggered by like paparazzi and like mm-hmm. having a very public life and stuff. Right. So it's all very interesting. You know, um, I'm curious. Um, is there any concern at all about the fact that their new king is literally like eighty years old? <laughs> There should be if there's not. I can't, I haven't gotten a consensus of the British people, but yeah, I think he's like 76 or something. I, I heard like some theory a few years ago that maybe 
Charles would just kind of like say like, nah, I'm good and pass it on to William. Mm-hmm. Obviously that doesn't seem to be the plan. Um, so let yeah. Let me tell you though, if there was someone that was born, bred and put on this earth to be a part of the royal family, it is Kate motherfucking Middleton. <laughs> That bitch pushed three babies out of her coochie hole and not even 30 minutes later was downstairs in front of the hospital looking like Jackie Kennedy herself. Red carpet. Born baby. Like she didn't even have it. Right. I'm like, girl, aren't you wearing a diaper right now? Right. Like, here you go, Great Britain. Meet your, the next king. Oh, by the way, like I'm still cut open. Exactly. Like they barely had time to stitch my butthole up. Like I, it is, it is mind blowing. Like she is meant for that life. Yeah. She literally like fits the mold. So that's kind of why, like going back to Diana, there was a, you know, a belief that like she didn't really fit the mold. And there was also a pretty big age difference between she and Charles. And they're, they're like not similar I mean, obviously I didn't, I don't know them personally, but like Diana was just kind of like low key girl versus Charles, obviously growing up, knowing that he's a future King was into like horseback riding and archery and skeet shooting and all these like fancy schmancy rich people things. Yeah. And like, she didn't entirely, you know, fit Mm -hmm. in with that mold. Um, so it's very interesting. Um, yeah well may she rest in peace may she rest in peace 96 we could all be so lucky to make it to 96 holy crap what a year betty white and the queen in one year who do we have left yeah who what old lady do we stand now like Meryl streep (laughs) she's not that old yet but not in the same way she just doesn't have that motherly grandma vibe I mean, Oprah's getting up there in age. Yeah, but there's something that's still a little too tough about Oprah. Yeah, that's true. That she she's not she's motherly. She's not grandmotherly. Exactly. She looks like she would still whip you with a switch and put you in time out. <laughs> <laughs> she's not the one that would be like, "Oh, it's okay, baby. Let's go make some chocolate chip cookies." Right. So I guess we need to find America's grandma again. Yes. We next week we will come with options and we Mm -hmm. will decide together who is America's grandma. America's next top grandma. Grandma. Oh my god, we're Tyra Banks. (laughs) Yes. This is the moment I've been waiting for. In my hands, I'm holding the phone. (laughs) We were all rooting for you. How dare you? My mother yelled at me like this because she loved me. Oh my God. No, you are Tyra. That was an excellent impression. (laughs) I thought I was literally in the presence of Tyra Banks. Thank you. I mean, that is an iconic moment in reality television history. So I'm nominating you for an Emmy. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Hey guys, welcome back to A Case for the FBI. So this is hopefully going to be my favorite episode ever recorded. If if things go well, it it all, no pressure, but it all depends on Cassie. 
of course it's probably gonna be the longest too we got a lot to talk about (laughs) a lot to cover so let's get to it so of course we watched the television gold gold standard of reality tv known as 90 day fiance yes the newest season the newest season which i believe i had to look it up i I believe it's season nine and this is is, this is just regular nine day fiance as you can probably see now cassie there's like 10 different offshoots of it yes i accidentally started watching um 90 day fiance uk first um and the accent kind of threw me for a loop so i was like Hmm. this isn't right (laughs) <laughs> yeah I have not watched that um but it, it does intrigue me if I ever get so desperate where I'm like I need my 90 day fix and I've already like caught up on everything I'll watch that so if y'all missed it last episode I think we talked about it we've definitely talked about it before yeah. I obviously love 90 day Cassie has never seen it before so Cassie immediate reaction please okay I would give it a 10 out of 10. I will say it's a little slow at first, just because you're having to like, remember all the names and where everybody's from. And like, you know, it's a little slow in the beginning, but absolutely Mm -hmm. worth it. I also will state, I can't stand about 95% of the people on this show. I was going to say, like, as I was reading down all the couples, I was like, yep. Cassie's not going to like them. Not going to like them. Well, that is music to my ears. And I know the season is long. The episodes are long. There are, let's see, by my count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different couples. So it's at least 14 people that you have to keep track of. And then there's their family and then there's their kids and then, you know, so on and so forth. So I guess let's start on a high note first. Do you want to talk about someone who you really liked? Okay, so the only couple, and I will say I liked each of them. I'm not sure that I liked them together. The only couple that did not annoy the shit out of me was Emily and Kobe. Really? Yes. I don't know. Again, I don't know that I love them together. They don't make sense to me together. But individually, neither of them ever got on my nerves at any point. Emily gets on my nerves. She gets on my nerves, but it's her voice. It's, I can I, understand that I can. Coban, Coban. I'm also. Bang. <laughs> Bang. I think though, like you're saying that, like that, you know, they shouldn't be together. I think that they're even like aware of that too. They're like, if we didn't have a child together, we probably would not be together. Um, Correct. which like that's kind, you know, it's kind of like a sad thing to think about it, but it's also like nice self-awareness um so I don't know if you made it all the way to the tell-all but a big part in the tell-all was people roasting Emily for making Kobe go to the hotel room so they could have a little fantasy suite night before like she basically kept him from meeting Coben for a day right how did you feel about that okay I'm gonna say I 100% can see each side I understand that Kobe has not met his son since he's been born. And mm-hmm. I understand that that's something that he really wanted to do. I get that. I really do. On the other hand, they haven't seen each other in two years. Mm-hmm. Once they are in that house, they are never going to be alone. They are literally living in their parents' house. Mm-hmm. And I do understand, like, I personally, like, of course you want to prioritize your kids, but like, you know, and this might be the communications 
major coming in to make <laughs> something we did talk about. But I do think that you should make your relationship with your partner or your spouse a priority because eventually your kids are going to leave you. And so if you right. put everything into your children and nothing into your relationship, once they're gone, you're going to be left with nothing. So I also see it from Emily's perspective of like wanting to spend some time alone, see if they even still liked each other, mm-hmm. kind of feeling that vibe out. But I do understand also why Kobe, you know, was like, I want to go see my fucking kid. Like what, what? Yeah, maybe she could have gone about it a little differently. Like maybe, you know, they spend, you know, they go immediately home and then like a week later they spend like a weekend away or something. Yes, that would have been a great idea. When I first saw it, like I didn't think much of it, but I'm kind of on the same page as you where I'm just like, I can see both sides. And I do agree with you that it's like, you need to make your relationship a priority, especially because like Emily is going from essentially being a single mother to now bringing in Kobe. Mm-hmm. to meet his son and he's a first-time father and now like y'all parent together that's exactly. a huge change and y'all have seen each other like 12 times in the past two years yes and got that's engaged long. after two weeks or whatever <laughs> these people are fucking nuts but i digress <laughs> i feel like that's another roadblock that people if, if you're considering watching you've never seen it before i think that's another roadblock is that me- mental block rather is that you have to get mm-hmm. past the whole like this is so crazy that we all have only known each other you've never met in person and you're engaged exactly. like you have to yes. get past that yes or you've been dating for two years but only seen each other in person four times like you just have to accept it and move on like you can't right. harp on it or it's gonna ruin everything exactly exactly and of course it is a big deal especially for the person coming to the united states like they have to leave their entire lives behind right um so so what do you see for emily and kobe's future well, I know they got another freaking baby on the way, at least mm-hmm. from what the episodes were alluding to. Um, you know, I support Emily in her decision to make her choice for her body and for her life, mm-hmm. but they should not have had that baby. I'm assuming they had the baby. Yes. They should not have. <laughs> they did. Um, it's a little baby girl. Her name is Scarlett. She's cute. Um, that is cute. Yeah, Scar. Which like, Coben. I'm like, I know. Dad's name is Kobe, and then you named him Coben. Whatever. Yeah, you just added an Um, N, and then came up with this really unique name for the second one. Okay. Yeah, little Miss Scarlet. Um, so they did have her, but yeah, I mean, talk about like pressures on a relationship. Holy crap! And it's like Emily, you have such a sweet set up with your parents literally letting kobe in the house you've been living there forever they're helping you nonstop with coben like just like just limit the amount that you piss them off i know i know and so the last episode that i was able to see um was where kobe really wanted to tell her dad right before the wedding Mm mm-hmm did he tell him? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. It's actually pretty emotional because like at the wedding, 
Emily's dad and Kobe have like this really like emotional moment like a nice bonding moment where you're like oh my god I actually like him yeah and they're like both crying and stuff and so they and I guess Emily's dad gave Kobe something and they talk about it at the tell-all and they both like refuse to say like what it is that yeah he gave Kobe just to, it was just like a very just like said it was private. something that meant a lot to him or something he never really says what it is in that episode yeah right um so I don't know how it went I forget now I I don't know but so are they still together yes they're still together um I think they would I think they moved out um and I I think Kobe got his green card and he is able to work now so I'm sure that's a huge relief I don't I'm assuming that Emily is probably like a stay-at-home mom I definitely feel like that's something that she would do um honestly though like it's one of those things you see a lot of them having like worries financially and I would say them most specifically because Emily was a part-time nanny Mm-hmm. and was literally mooching off of her fucking parents right Look, I, I said Emily didn't annoy me and honestly I think Emily didn't annoy me because like the level of annoyance from everybody else like <laughs> made her unannoying because like as I'm sitting here telling you about it I'm like why did I not find her annoying but I don't comparatively speaking exactly and Kobe comes into America and he's like telling her dad like I came with four thousand dollars dude and he's like that's gonna last you two weeks here in America like what do you mean you came with four thousand dollars yeah they really had some financial struggles so um but something that obviously they can't take into account as being on the show is you know the monetary value that comes with being on the show so right you know hopefully that has helped to set them up um I would say honestly Kobe was my favorite though I thought he was so sweet he is very sweet. He's very like down to earth. Yes. And very he, kind. Despite Emily being so controlling and just, but you know, like I can't fault her for that either because she has been a single parent for the past two years. So like, it's gotta be really hard to adjust to like being the only one who decides when, how, what Coben does to like having to include him in it. Mm-hmm. I can understand that being a really tough transition. Mm-hmm. Um, his friend temperature. <laughs> Who the fuck invited that man on the show? Because I need to talk to them. TLC did because they needed someone to stir the pot. <laughs> they so sure they did, did. And he sure did not even a thought about what he was saying he just came out and said it in front of her family and everything it was basically like you need to tell that bitch where her place is and it's at the house cooking you dinner that's what he said and trying to convince Kobe to move to Ohio and it's like oh my okay gosh. also who in the world would think that Columbus, Ohio was a happening spot for Africans? Right? Yeah, I know. He was like, there's a huge community. I'm like, y'all come to this country and y'all decide I'm about to move to Columbus, Ohio. Weather's beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> y'all don't even know what there is out, what is out there because Columbus, Ohio is not it. <laughs> oh my god all right so now we can move on can I guess at who your least favorite is 
Yeah. Do you have a definitive least favorite couple? Yes. Okay. This is okay. I was for sure at first, but now I'm kind of like, I'm like rethinking it. Okay. What about it's either Ari and Benny or Bilal, (laughs) Bilal and Shida. Oh my gosh. You are not correct on either account. Really? My least favorite has to be even Muhammad. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot stand them. What's wrong with them? Oh my God. Just like, it's like they're both just so fucking oblivious to everything <laughs> in the world. Like if Muhammad does treat Eve terribly but it's like they both just did not take into account that they're like different people from different fucking countries right like, over here like muhammad can't accept me and my friends and like i don't want to commit to muslim or islam or whatever it is because i like to show my boobs and i don't want anyone to be judging me on my wedding day and then muhammad's over here like i hate everybody because they don't believe the same religion as me and I will find someone else to get my green card because this bitch ain't doing it fast enough. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, that was a huge, huge part of the tell-all as well. Was everyone like roasting Muhammad for saying that? But it's also like he. I, they then talked about like the Americans were like, oh my god, it's so much work, like so much paperwork, so much effort that goes into getting a green card and getting the visa that mm-hmm. the the immigrant like doesn't understand that so it was probably just a moment of frustration where Muhammad was like why aren't things happening and it's like bruh you're dealing with the U.S. government like you're new here things are gonna take a while but also I didn't like the reason why he wanted it to happen faster like he was like get me my green card so I can go back to Egypt it's like (laughs) why did you even come here yeah Oh, yeah. And the conversation with her, her squad, excuse me, I was gonna say her friends, but her squad. <laughs> yeah, no, I found both of them so annoying. Every time I came on, I was like, oh my God, am I gonna survive this portion of the show? Next five minutes. That is, that is the way that you described it is so true. Oblivious is a good word. Like, I feel like neither of them are like terrible on their own, but put them together. And it's just like a whole oblivious and misunderstanding of like, Eve, you should have known him coming from a very Muslim country. Like also y'all should have talked about this. Like before he moved here, (laughs) like what is the, what, what are the boundaries for you being his wife? What do you expect of him? What does he expect of you? Is, does he know that he is about to be, What's his name? Not Darren. I always forget his name. Farron. Farron? Farron. Farron. That's right. Farron. Did that he makes ex- me hate her even more. <laughs> Who names her fucking kid Farron? I knew it wasn't, it was close to Darren. But yeah. did Mohammed know that he was going to have to be Farron's nanny? <laughs> you know, I don't think so. A nanny for a special needs child. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it seemed like there was a, a total lack of communication there. There was one episode, it was pretty early on in the season where the, I think it was, they were about to go meet the squad for the first time. 
and fucking Eve walks out in this dress this purple dress and she's wearing like a short I wouldn't say cropped but like it didn't cover her butt Mm -hmm. and she turns around and walks out and Muhammad is like um you need a change like I could see your underwear and your butt and everything and she throws a whole freaking fit ma'am I could see your black thong okay through your purple dress your man is controlling about what you wear but in that situation he was doing you a favor so maybe you should have gone in the light and checked and he would have seen that that dress is in fact see-through and he really is saving you some embarrassment by making you put on a long jacket okay (laughs) that's not just a muslim thing that's like saving you embarrassment and also i can't understand why she thought in a light colored dress like that let me put on a black thong (laughs) um but that's just e for you oh my gosh <laughs> i was not expecting it. i mean it makes sense now um i don't i honestly don't know where they're at in like present day i don't know if they're still together or not um i definitely there can look into no that way there is no way they are still together i i, I can't I try to avoid, like, I don't follow any of them on Instagram because I don't want to know that, like, it's spoilers to me. I don't want to know. Right. <laughs> like, I accidentally, wow. one of the other couples that's on 90 Day, I was stalking her the other day. She's pregnant with the second child. I had no idea. Like, I feel like part of the show is, like, spoiled for me. Right. Exactly. That makes sense. Are you so looking I'm up Eve right now? I am. I Eve. mean... There's not any pictures <gasps> on her Instagram. I was I I was gonna say I feel like I had a feeling that they were no longer together. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. Well, how does that make you feel? You know, it makes me feel good because they shouldn't have been together in the first place, and I don't know why they thought they should be. I mean, th- like you know, there are some couples where like I hear their little disagreements, and I'm like, okay, like. I understand like y'all are in like a time crunch so like that's why y'all are arguing about these little silly things but no they were literally like there was never a point in the show where they agreed on anything it wasn't that they weren't on the same page they weren't even in the same book no no they certainly weren't they were reading a different book in different languages different and that languages. needed to go back to home to his mama <laughs> His mom did give him some good advice, I thought, when she was like, look, you are in her country, okay? You need to get accustomed to her way of living. You Mm -hmm. need to adapt. Not saying you got to change everything about yourself. Right. You need to adapt. And he was not willing to do that. And if you're going to come to America, I'm sorry, but you do have to adapt. It's just like, if I moved to Egypt, do you think they would be okay if I didn't adapt to their culture? Right, right. (laughs) Okay. His freaking hair. (laughs) Oh my God, I couldn't stand it. I hated it. I hated it. I did not like him. Do you like his muscles? No, I don't like anything about him. I did not expect such a reaction from uh, about Muhammad, but yeah, it's good well, he was very mean towards women, and I understand it was part of his culture and yeah, all that jazz. But you know, my titties are not out for you, right? Sir. 
All right. So I'm dying to know how you feel about Ari and Benny. Okay. Also don't like them though. I granted. So there, you could probably tell from the show, they have been on like multiple seasons in the past. So like if you, if you had been watching this, you you, like, you would already know them and their story because they were on 90 day the other way because Ari moved to Ethiopia and Mm -hmm. now they're moving home. Right. I felt like they were probably the least talked about couple in the entire show. And maybe that's because they have been on so many um, different things. I will say their son is cute. Mm-hmm. Avi is very Avi. cute. Very sweet. Um, Ari, if I saw her in person, I think I would immediately want to punch her just looking at her face. <laughs> There is something about this woman that just immediately screams to me that she's going to tell me what to do. It's she's just very New Jersey. Yes. Very New Jersey. And Benny, I mean, he's a little bit aloof, um, but he's also scarred from his first child. So I really do understand why they both are putting so much effort into trying to make this work Mm -hmm. because she does care about him and she knows what happened with his first son where the girl just basically went to the United States with his son and has never been heard from since Mm -hmm. and he's also like I have to do whatever I can to stay with this woman so that I do not lose this child too Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I I think she still likes her ex-husband I think that (laughs) whole dynamic is really freaking weird yes um but I do feel like they weren't really talked about as much yeah they weren't I guess maybe because there wasn't so much going on but on 90 day the other way they were like the biggest couple probably because the ex-husband goes and visits them in Ethiopia and that's a hot mess and there is such beef such beef between Ari and Benny's sisters Wish and the other sister when there she threw that wine in her face, ooh, girl. I can't think of anything more disrespectful. A hundred percent. Oh, but Ari, okay, let me tell you, Ari, okay, I'm going to take back what I said earlier. I would not punch her in the face because that girl will fight a bitch. <laughs> the way she reacted to Benny at his MMA class fighting with that girl. Yeah. Oh, she just came in. She's like, why you got your eyelash extensions on when you're fighting? Why are you wearing your makeup if you're fighting? If you were Ari, would you support Biddy in this whole like MMA pipe dream? No, no. I would be like, we have a child mm-hmm. and you want, I have to support this whole family and you want me to drive you an hour one way to go to MMA classes and fight another woman how many MMA fighters do you know name one um none exactly zero like what are you gonna make a couple hundred dollars every other weekend like I know I would say like maybe like you can go get a job at Target and then maybe on the weekends we can go to the MMA gym. I mean, exactly. it did seem like, what do I know? But it did seem like he was talented. He obviously has the drive to do it. Mm-hmm. But, and I get it. A lot of people come to America, the land of opportunity, yada, yada. But going to an MMA gym is only going to cost you money. It's not going to make you any money. 
exactly and let me tell you as an american the opportunity is not as easy as you think coming in correct we don't all come out as jeff bezos okay correct thank you um all right so oh okay Okay, what about Jabri and Miona? You definitely hate them. I do hate them. I hate them. I do. I really, really do. But you know what, though? I also have issue with his parents. I do. Really? Yes. Because it just, I understand that the situation in general does not make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're all aware of that. We're all normal as we can be in the brain okay we understand it is a weird situation it doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense but his parents my god like they wouldn't even go to they're like we can't take time off work to go to your (laughs) way really you don't think if you called your boss up and were like my son my only son my only child the one that i pushed out of my vagina is getting married in five days you don't think they would let you go like they were just yeah. being so ridiculous, in my opinion. That was petty. It was petty for sure. I mean, I definitely think, and like in that moment, I felt bad for Jabri because it's like whatever beef and whatever strife they had before, I feel like the wedding should overcome all of that. Exactly. You know, like you don't have to agree to the wedding. You don't, you know, have to have warm and fuzzies about it, but like you should still be there. Exactly. Yes. You should still be there. Also, have to mention the real MVP of the entire show, the best character, Jabri's grandmother. Yes. Queen. Loved her. Queen. There through it all. Yes. And she kept it real. Even though the mom was a therapist, grandma came through with some very crisp advice. Exactly. And she, she you know, it, she was there at the wedding because she was like, you know, it's. I'm not gung ho, but like, I'm going to be here because it's important. And like, you're getting married. If she won there, who else would be? Yeah. Uh, David with the arch. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wasn't it? It was someone else with the arch, though. Like, oh, I, was it? Okay, I, never mind. I don't remember. But anyway, yes. Who was driving the arch to the house. And you know, house. one thing I will say, though, is if I had to pick a couple that I thought actually loved each other and actually would make it, it would be those two. Really? I think that they really did because I think that even though Miona had issues with like being in South Dakota Mm -hmm. and, you know, wanting to be in LA, she did end up compromising a lot. And, you know, it wasn't that I agreed with her thoughts and feelings 100% about like she's like no we need to be in LA like immediately Mm -hmm. and I understand where Jabri was coming like we need to save money first so I did feel like she compromised a lot and I do understand where she's coming from like we are grown-ass adults and Mm -hmm. we are about to get married we do not need to live in your parents house in South Dakota right and I do think they did a good job of compromising at the end Mm -hmm. and I really did feel like I mean you wouldn't wear those ugly ass matching outfits for someone (laughs) if you didn't love them I was gonna say the matching outfits I mean if that That ain't love love. (laughs) yeah if that ain't love I don't know what is now that you mentioned like they do seem like the most like legitimately compatible in terms of like being around the same age having the same interests like they're both very like big flashy people mm-hmm. um it definitely seems that like they they might work 
Even um, with their like communication and things, like you never really see them yell at each other. Yeah. You see them get into little arguments, but they always keep their cool. They also both very much have very hard discussions with his parents. Like the fact that Miona went and talked to his mom on her own, mm-hmm. I think that speaks volumes about how much she actually cares about Jabri and them getting married. Because yeah. like, if you didn't want to, if you were like, I think she's the only one who really didn't question marrying this man. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her ever being like, oh well maybe I shouldn't do this I'll go back to Serbia she was just like nah I'm gonna change his mind about moving to LA like that right so I do think that they were probably the best couple as far as like compatibility and I do think that they really loved each other Mm -hmm. but no they were annoying as hell I was gonna say personality wise it ain't it I probably wouldn't be friends with them IRL um but I do think that Jabri's werewolf on and howling at the moon tattoo on his neck is pretty badass oh my gosh they are something um all right oh so who do we want to talk about next who are is there is there a couple that you're just like itching to talk to talk about we have Karen Guillermo Bilal and Shida and Patrick and Thais Okay. Um. Why don't we save Kara? Oh, golly. Why don't we save Kara for last? Okay. She's a local native. Okay. Um. Let's do Shaida and Bilal. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I have things to say. We both do. That's for sure. You want to talk about being incompatible? personalities totally clash they're both like again they're like even Mohammed like they're not even in the same book I mean at least they say they share the same religion yes but past that which like obviously is huge for both of them especially for Bilal he's like I need a Muslim woman yes so he you know got that but if, from the moment she stepped her foot in that airport, oh. it was a dumpster fire. Do not get me started on that man taking her to his childhood home and pretending it was his house <laughs> in the white rapist van. That it and was unfair. Mad at her when she was upset yeah okay look I will say I understand what he's saying he doesn't want someone who's after his money but let me tell you if you come to Trinidad with your nice suits and your Louis Vuitton luggage right your fancy leather watches and your Rolexes and all that jazz I'm gonna expect to come something that's not falling apart (laughs) and your rapist fan yeah and I mean I understand her concerns where she's like I'm moving to a a country where I have nothing. Mm-hmm. I can't. Oh no, no, she has. She has everything. Remember, like she can't sign the prenup because she, she her yoga studio. She left it. She left it. <laughs> but I mean, I can't understand being concerned about like coming to America and realizing that the person that you love and are choosing might not be financially in a place 
where mm-hmm. the two of you could make a comfortable life. Because let's be real, there are people in America that are probably living equally, if not lesser than people in Trinidad. Right. Um, but yes, to your point about the prenup, um, I think that Bilal obviously has every right to ask for it. He has a lot of money going into this relationship, but I also see her side of there not being, you know, I do think that a, a, a prenup needs to have some things that benefit both parties. I'm not saying mm-hmm. like, you know, if we divorce, you get a million dollars, but you know, she again is giving up everything she left behind her business her family Mm -hmm. she can't work for a certain amount of time he's going to want her to be a stay-at-home mom if they have kids those sort of things it's one of those situations where it's kind of like okay well if we do get divorced and I have your children um and I have no skills Mm -hmm. in America and I'm a green card holder um what am I supposed to do Mm -hmm. other than go back home to Trinidad right with your children (laughs) it was kind of annoying because it seemed like their whole story in this season was all about the prenup and whether or not she should sign it a hundred percent I was sick and tired of hearing about it I was like (laughs) go to a lawyer put in what you want and have him sign it yes it's that simple so the part of their relationship that really fascinates me is their relationship with Bilal's ex his baby mama mm-hmm. which spoiler they do get married and now they're the 90 day that's on right now is happily ever after so that's uh-huh. couples that get married and it's like what happens oh, now so they're on it they're on happily ever after mm-hmm. and there is a whole of course she asked her uh Bilal's children in the show if they could call her mom umi yeah right? what yeah the like muslim equivalent of like you know a really like um affectionate term for mother yeah like it's almost like a more endearing term of ma'am like it's supposed to just be like a sign of respect but not just like hey girl right i felt like that was a little aggressive especially since like his kids are his kids are teenagers like it's not like they're little and they're like I don't understand like who's this woman they're like we know you are coming here to marry my dad you are not my mom yeah like they know exactly what's going on so it's like why can't they just call you Shida or like or make or whatever the fuck yeah like make some other like pet nickname but so early on in in the season that's on now happily ever after Shida and Shahida, which also like <laughs> Bilal, you have a type. Mm. Um, they are in a screaming match Whoa. over. I, I think it's like the prenup and just like general. I th- I think basically is that Shida is like overstepping her boundaries, basically uh-huh. like with the kids and everything. Okay. And Shida just kept saying, like, she's coming here in my house and saying this and da-da-da in my house, in my house. And I was like, I get it that, like, you live there, so it is your house. But it was very, like, territorial. And it was like, yeah. I mean, maybe it's messed up because obviously you, you're married to him now. But, it, like, if I were blow, I'd be like, why? Like, when did you pay the mortgage payment? I'm confused. <laughs> right. And you, I've been here. 10 years you've been here two months exactly like she was just very territorial over it. and I I just think that a lot of her problem was that she came to America with just like her guns blazing like yeah. 
like she just didn't she's stubborn and she just like didn't want to make any accommodations at all I mean I guess I would say in her defense Bilal did not set her up for success with that quote-unquote practical joke (laughs) okay like how is she supposed to believe anything that this man says ever again after he does that like that's crazy to me I don't think a practical joke should last overnight like if I'm sleeping somewhere else and it's that's not a practical joke anymore and and not only why would you like he kept framing it as a joke but we all know good and well that genuinely what he was doing was testing her it was a test for sure well like okay like I'm just in my mind if I am leaving my whole entire family and country for a man that is living in pos and this is no offense because I know there are people that live in homes like this I'm not trying to be offensive but that house is probably in worse condition than the house she lived in in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. She's living all of her financial value, her family, her friends, everything she's ever known mm-hmm. to go live with a man who can't even provide her more than what she already had. Like, I feel like that's something that people in America think about when they're about <laughs> to marry a man, right? A woman, for that matter, like, are they going to benefit? my life are they going to make me better are they going to make me more successful like Mm -hmm. he was not setting himself up for any of that so I have a lot of Shida hate obviously but you were coming in with the Bilal hate too yeah no I'm not gonna lie I I did feel for her more often than Bilal I think Mm -hmm. I think he is too logical for his own good I think he thinks too much about the facts and having things I mean he has severe OCD that dude is yes so I think it's just like she's so emotional and she thinks with her emotions and feels and all those things and Mm -hmm. he is just like but I have money and I need a prenup because factually you would be able to take my money if I don't have a prenup and she's like Mm -hmm. you're already talking about divorce and it's just like y'all will never be on the same page because y'all just don't even think similar right So now we're going to move on to a couple that I have, I have a lot of different feelings describing this couple, and that would be Patrick and Thais. I agree with everything you just said. What is your immediate reaction towards them? Okay. I would say immediately I hated Thais. I hated her. I could not stand her. Okay. Um, Patrick. I feel like he's a little naive. Okay. He seems good hearted. He, you know, I think he had a rough childhood. He's trying to make it up with his family. Mm -hmm. He wants to do different, all of those good things. Um, When they moved to Dallas, however, I did Mm -hmm. think it was weird um, that him and Thais couldn't just get their own home and John could have a separate home, his brother. Mm -hmm. I understand yeah. y'all live together here in Austin, but um, you want to marry this woman? Maybe you should not have your brother living there too. I don't know. Yeah, I think part of, I think, I think part of the problem for Patrick, well, a, a lot of the problem is that he's just a pushover. 
and yes. he just like lets people do whatever so if john is like i need to live with you which obviously john is like a whole other like basket case if he for whatever reason is like patrick i need to live with you i feel like th- there's ways that patrick can say no for those reasons yeah, like that you I'm, just mentioned yeah i'm about to get married like you can live close to us right and obviously my fiance and you do not get along right at all <laughs> i mean I, maybe they would if john wasn't such a weirdo and thais wasn't such a weirdo but yeah. i think that they are like they're too far apart to, to be able to have like have an amicable relationship i agree and you know Tice, there were definitely moments further on in the show where i was like okay she's not so bad mm-hmm. but like in the beginning she came off very like materialistic self-centered mm-hmm. and you know she did come off a little nuts at first because patrick did leave out some important information in the beginning right um, you know she was making him share her location and check in with her everywhere and everybody's just like oh my god this bitch is crazy like i get y'all live in different countries but my god you need his mm-hmm. location everywhere um he he cheated on her and i'm like oh patrick <laughs> really interesting that you left that out when you were right to the strangers at the bar about if you should be sharing your location with your girlfriend some context would have been nice exactly so i think are, did they get married or are they together uh i think so yeah i think so okay okay i don't know for sure but yeah, i'm you know thais is all over instagram i'm kind of shook yeah. because like you said like Patrick seems very kind-hearted. It seems like he just want he wants a family. I mean, he already has the big giant house for himself. Like, it looks like that they is are what- still together. Ooh, there you go. Patrick picked me up from school and said, "Got a surprise for you, guys! I almost delivered the baby on the street." They're oh pregnant. yes, they announced Thank that in you, the telephone. You're my everything. He got her a Tesla. Stop damn okay well yeah they're still together that's nice to hear (laughs) um obviously patrick i think wants like you know the suburban normal family Mm -hmm. thais i feel like is not the kind of girl who would fit that mold that he wants no like at all so i'm kind of surprised that he like also patrick you can't find anyone in america why'd you make that face I thought for a second, I saw a post of her and Miona together and I didn't realize uh, it was like the two of, the, you know how you could post something with two people now on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is so stupid, but anyway, yeah. um, I saw it said we moved to the U.S., got married, been on a reality TV, started our businesses and brands, and now you're pregnant. And I was like, golly, Miona's pregnant too? No, but she posted that about. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. So it sounds like she is going to have the baby sometime soon then. Yeah, she probably, she looks about, I wouldn't say like six, seven months pregnant. Okay. Okay. But also keep in mind. Okay. I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. She has a very small frame too. So yes, yes, she is. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I am glad that they worked out because you know, I do think a lot of Tice's 
issues came from the fact that her dad did not like Patrick. Um, and I th- thought it was crazy that she came to the U.S. and planned to marry him without telling her father. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of understand where she's coming from. Her dad is a, it, he doesn't like Patrick for stupid reasons. You know, he doesn't like him because he's an American. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, she didn't find a Brazilian man that she liked. Like, get over it. <laughs> Uh, so how do you feel like do you see them as a good match like what do you think in terms of just like everything ignoring everything else how do you feel that they match um that's a tough question honestly because one thing I would say is I mean she did mention she's going to school so I'm assuming she's finally after dating an American for two motherfucking years mm-hmm. and getting engaged to him, learning English. Um, yes. I mean, I thought it was really sweet that he learned Portuguese for her. Right. Me too. But I mean, it was just such a huge barrier. Like she mm-hmm. could not do anything for herself because mm-hmm. she could not speak enough English to do it. She couldn't even call and like find her own makeup and hair artist for the wedding because she couldn't communicate with them mm-hmm. and then got mad at him when he signed the contract for her after she said okay they're fine and then went and told her friends like mm, he did this without even asking me like come on yeah that's a really good point especially like if you are dating this man for two years like you said and you know that that's the plan is like for you to move there obviously he took the time to learn Portuguese like you can at least throw him a bone and like help him out a little bit and this man is in sales okay so let me tell you you know this man is making like just on his base salary alone I would say 30 35k a year okay base salary alone so he is out here having to bust his ass on a regular basis to make this commission to buy Mm -hmm. you your tesla to buy this brand new home in dallas to feed you to clothe you because apparently Mm -hmm. you don't have clothes for the winter months (laughs) as a person who is in sales you have to bust your ass to make that kind of commission. Like mm-hmm. that's not something you can do by doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, he's out here working. And when he like back before she moved here, he was going to Brazil like every month or exactly. something like he, that. He, exactly. I just, I understand what people are giving up moving to the United States. I definitely, definitely get that. But the fact of the matter is, is like when you come here, like, these people are also having to give up a lot for you too. Like Mm -hmm. they have to change their lives completely. They're trying to make you feel comfortable because they know that you're the only person, Mm -hmm. like they are the only person for you. They're having to pay every single bill because you can't work. And like at the end of these 90 days, honey, you can get a job and start contributing and y'all can go visit where you're from anytime you want. Right. You can come and go however you please. As you please. Exactly. Exactly. So speaking of giving you everything you want, how about our MacBook wanting man, Guillermo? And Kara? <laughs> Let me start off by saying Kara is 
awful. Awful. Wow. That is not the word I was expecting. I cannot stand her. I cannot stand her. Mm -hmm. She is pretty terrible. Yes. She was controlling, manipulative, selfish, every negative adjective you could probably think of. I can find a way to put it on Kara. And she just had like an annoying personality. And just some kind of like arrogance about her. I don't really know. I love yeah. Guillermo. Yeah. I loved him. I thought he was real sweet. Yeah. He was very down to earth. And his brother died and that was sad. That was sad. But I do th- like, obviously he was a little out of touch with like wanting the MacBook and wanting the really fancy wedding. But you can't yes. fault him for obviously like wanting a really fancy wedding. He didn't know how much it costs. Exactly. Right. You know, until Kara took him and was like, this is how much it costs if you want to do right. this. Right. But also, you know, it was like, yeah, you need to show him this, but also like, maybe you should give him a little bit of a wedding like my god you just want right. to go to the courthouse and do absolutely nothing like right on a tuesday and no fanfare yeah exactly like this man's family already can't be there mm-hmm. like give him a little something right right and he obviously made it very known that like that's what he like he wanted a ceremony he wanted something something anything yeah. And I thought their wedding was fine. It looked fine to me. I mean, it was, I feel like, you know, they definitely compromised because it it was nice, but it was small. And, you know, you could tell they didn't like ball out on it, which is fine. Yeah. And honestly, too, like one of the biggest things that I would say about the two of them is like, you know, Kara kept being like, oh, I'm an outgoing bubbly person. Like, I'm not going to change. Girl. I am also an outgoing bubbly person and I used to spend 75% of my week going out and getting drunk with my friends. <laughs> okay, I now have a boyfriend and I mm-hmm. don't do that anymore because I want to be at home with him sometimes. Right. Like you can choose to not go out and spend time with your man. Like it's not that crazy that he with no other person in Charlottesville that he knows. Mhm. Also, not like Charlottesville is like an easy place to just go out and make friends. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easy. Like if you're a college kid, obviously. Exactly. Especially as someone from Venezuela. Like Charlottesville is white people. It's white people. (laughs) It's white people. It's rich white people. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of uh, culture going on there. Exactly. So it's like, can you not understand that like, maybe every friday let's even go thursday because she does seem like she drinks a lot no judgment no judgment care at all no judgment on that okay thursday friday saturday and sunday she's over here planning for him to hang out with her and all of her friends and go out drinking and she obviously gets blacked out to the point where she doesn't remember Uh and they get into fights because she's blackout drunk it's like that's not necessary and if he is expressing to you that is an issue for him then dial it back just go out with your friends every friday or something right once a week exactly we're just asking you to dial it back a little bit like yeah yeah she definitely i was kind of surprised because she definitely just like didn't seem like the type that wanted to settle down so i guess like things they just rushed into it for whatever reason and it sounds like that's what her friends were saying too. Cause I remember at her bachelorette party, they were like, 
who thought that I would ever get married speak up and everyone was like (laughs) no one thought you would get married girl (laughs) uh so would you like do you want to know a spoiler about them yeah what is that she's pregnant she and Thais were the ones at the tell-all that revealed that they are pregnant and they were like both around like the same week so I it doesn't seem like Kara's had the baby yet if Thais hasn't then Kara hasn't yeah she's still posting pregnancy photos oh my gosh she looks even more annoying now that she has an Instagram following oh my yeah I was stalking her the other day like girl what Oh, interesting and I think it. I think she's a realtor too so yeah. she's like oh, posting. oh I didn't know that there you go okay well, Guillermo well, Jr. Guillermo Guillermo Carolina oh is that her name no I'm oh. just making shit up but. <laughs> Carolina since everyone on 90 Day Fiance just likes to make a variation of one of the parents names I know. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. I honestly didn't think they were going to make it to the wedding when. Oh, really? Two days before, he was like, Are you always going to treat me like a child? And <laughs> it definitely seemed like things were still a little up in the air. Uh, but I mean, like, she does treat him like a child. She literally tells him everything he can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Now, with the laptop, I understand that's something that's expensive. Mm-hmm. he doesn't need it they can share a laptop it's not a big deal but there were so many other things like when they had the high school reunion oh. she just it's in her nature she just is someone who has to tell everyone what to do at all times yeah she's doing the most yeah and when we met her ex-boyfriend from high school <laughs> I she was like yeah he's a rapper <laughs> This I wish you I wish you watched the tell-all you should at least like oh. try to google a picture he was at the tell-all this okay. man mm-hmm. came through to the TLC studios as if it was the Grammys oh no of course he did <laughs> of course he did he thought it was it was random because they dated like five years ago and I guess like they didn't have anyone else who was like willing to be on the show with them to cause drama so they just found the ex-boyfriend and they were like hey you're kind of wacky can you come on the show and he was like yeah I'm trying to promote my rap career so absolutely I'll come on television right SoundCloud rapper exactly so I guess do you have anything else that you wanted to add about Kara and Guillermo I wish them the best of luck. (laughs) So now for your parting thoughts on your, on your 90 day experience, what did you take away from it? Um, what I took away is anybody who decides to do this sort of thing is absolutely 100% insane. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't understand it. Um, but I don't have to because I am not doing it. That's fair. However, it makes for great television. I really enjoyed watching the show. I really did. That makes my heart so happy. And if (laughs) if you enjoyed it and you need your fix, see now there you can go into the universe of like all these other shows. So there's also right now um, 90 Day The Single Life. 
So it's people who were in failed relationships. Now Mm. they were on 90 day relationship failed. They're now single, both Americans and immigrants. Um, So it's, it's them living their life and trying to get back into dating or, you know, doing whatever. So I do have one question. First Mm -hmm. and foremost, did Muhammad and Eve at least get married on the show? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My second question is, is there regularly people who don't get married on the show or is it more so something you find out at the tell all that they ended up getting divorced? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I would say probably the latter that like you find out later. Yeah. That makes more sense. Cause Um, I feel like when you have 90 days, like even if you're questioning it, like you feel like you have to do it so that you have more time to figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. I think you find out later. And I, I mean, this is like, you know, a a gross stereotype, but also I'm thinking too, that the immigrants, like they want to get married so they can, if if the relationship fails, at least they can have a green card. If that is what they're, if they're interested in staying in the U S exactly, which everyone on the single life. Well, I think there's only one person who maybe isn't from the U S but do you know, big ed. But with the neck, do I know Big Ed? Yes, <laughs> he's on the single life, which is actually dumb because now he's engaged. So, right, because right. he was on the single life a few mm-hmm. or maybe last season, and then he met his now fiance. But they are together on the single. Life. Oh my god! But, but are she's they American. Still together? They're they're married now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're still together. Okay. 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 Cause I thought they had broken up or something. So they d- Oh, it was messy there for a minute. It was really, really messy, but they put their differences aside and well, it's mostly like big Ed just thinking that he's like a rock star and like running off to Vegas to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Like bitch, you don't have a neck. <laughs> and he also cut his man bun. So he has normal hair and he's gray now. Like he stopped coloring he, his hair. So it he looks honestly a lot better. does look better. Yeah. Yes, he does. I've seen pictures recently and he does look a lot better. And all he does is talk about how he's going to therapy and how he's getting, he's trying to better himself and yada, yada. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're back together, but it was, you'll, you can watch the whole thing unfold on the single life. <laughs> I just might, you know, I'm happy for him because that, um girl from where was she from thailand taiwan yes i think she was from thailand yeah that was not a match rose not a match uh i know and i feel so bad because like obviously the average american their impression of big ed is that but like there's so much more to him and i feel like especially now watching the single life and like his dog dies and like that's a big part of it because his dog was like everything to him but you also see like the how absurd he really is yeah I mean for him specifically he was the only one from whatever season he was on that I ever really saw any interaction but it's just like honey this girl it, it was so obvious that she was using him to get out of her country like right sleeping on a fucking blanket on the floor with rats running around and their showers were literally her dad pouring buckets of water on them and yeah. like she didn't own a toothbrush like she just wanted to get out it right. really was not very deep like she, he would say oh my god what was that comment that he said that was like really infamous it was like 
you are as pretty as a sunset or something there was something that he said to her I wish I could remember what it was but it's like a it's a video clip I've seen a million times I'll have to look <laughs> it up sometime and it was just yes. like and like her her answer would be like thank you yeah <laughs> like, it was just like oh yeah I think I think it was something like I love you and she'd be like thank you <laughs> yeah exa- yes it was just like very much like Okay, that's not the answer you should have given, but okay. And like he would ask for a kiss and stuff, and like she would pretend to be confused and be like, kiss right here. And he'd be like, no, right here. And she's like, kiss right here. <laughs> and you're like, I don't speak like, English. She was not interested in all like any sort of intimacy with him. No, which, absolutely not. Which, I mean, like, you know, we can make fun of Big Ed, but it's like at the end of the day, that's all everybody wants like we can everybody can relate to that but just like wanting that intimacy and like wanting a partner yeah so it's like you know just because he doesn't have a neck (laughs) doesn't mean that we can all bully him he added a new standards to the women's list we're like i guess we gotta ask for next now (laughs) who knew the bars on the ground y'all no kidding all right well I am so freaking happy that you enjoyed 90 day I really really am I know it was an investment and it was a marathon but you did it and I hope you know it was worth it it was I definitely plan to continue watching checking out the other episodes hopefully Mm -hmm. we can find life in the wild or whatever love off the grid love off the grid yes because that's something we will have to watch and talk about because I just feel like that's going to add a whole new dynamic to this franchise yeah yeah I'm absolutely invested I enjoyed every moment of it I can't wait to watch more welcome to the 90 day universe welcome to the fandom now there's this like whole world two of memes that people make of 90 day I can send you memes now okay so I'm joining a cult got it yes it's basically it's like bachelor like it's like a whole thing but except like we have so many more people well that's not true I mean bachelor has a lot of people too but um, okay but at least the content is more genuine and authentic and diverse yes exactly it's not just a bunch of white men with brown hair yes and white women with blonde hair exactly we're really switching it up all right y'all well thanks as always for listening we hope you have enjoyed this episode i certainly did um this has been episode 30 if you (gasps) i didn't realize it was such a milestone we're 30 flirty and thriving oh my gosh the big 3-0 here we are I love it. Um, So if you enjoy listening to us, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, And if you want to follow us on Instagram, please do. We are at a case, the number four, the FBI. And that's where we're putting all of our reviews and other content and stuff like that. So go check it out. So I guess to preview for next week, we're going to kind of... Cassie We're listening did, to the people. Yes, she did some research and found that y'all are just really into the murder docs, which like <laughs> just my arm. Yeah. Oh my god, are we the same person? <laughs> like, make me watch another murder documentary. Exactly. Um, so next week we're gonna be watching Netflix's I Just Killed My Dad. So neither of us, Cassie nor I, really know anything about it or really know what to expect. So this should be really interesting, but I hold 
Netflix's murder documentaries with like a really high regard. I agree. So I hope it's good. That's all I'll say. Yes, I agree. They have put out some fire content in the mm-hmm. past couple of years mm-hmm. and it must live up to my expectations. Yes. So if y'all want to catch up with us next week, we'll be talking about that. Um, So yeah, thanks as always for listening and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.